recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Zed Games. Hello. Hello. It's me, Hazel, in the studio. Hi, Hazel. With Zara and Caroline. We have a special guest. Oh. And we've got some very special things to talk about tonight. Yeah. I'm extremely excited. Um, I know that we have gaming news. I know. Very. It happens every week, but I get really excited about the gaming <laughs> news. Um, we've also got a gaming review. And then we have... We have a special discussion. A special discussion about, you know, a video game movie. Um, if you can guess what, what it is, keep your guesses to yourself. Um, but say it out loud now to your friends around you. So then, like, when we actually do talk about it, you can be like, ah, called it. Yeah, um, you've got to call it now, listeners. Yeah. Um, you have to call it now. Otherwise, it doesn't count. So right up next... Guess what we've got? Guess what we've got? We got some news from our dear friend Toby. Let's go! This week in gaming news Sony and Lego invest $2 billion into Epic's Metaverse. On April 7th, Epic released a press statement announcing a partnership between Lego Group and Epic Games. Kirkby, the company behind Lego, announced an investment of $1 billion into Epic for the purpose of creating an age-appropriate, safe, digital environment to empower kids to become confident creators within Epic's metaverse. Online journalists from IGN and Destructoid have speculated that this will be a creative space akin to Roblox, or at least a competitor to the market. Within a week of this, Sony revealed that they have also invested $1 billion into Epic's Metaverse vision, aiming to accelerate Epic's vision to build spaces where players can be creative and thrive. Further statements on Epic's plans for the Metaverse, including release windows and details, are expected later this year. NFT Gaming News – F1 out, Sega in In NFT news, Anamoka Brands has been unable to renew its license with Formula One, leading to the shutdown of one of the first official NFT-powered racing games, F1 Delta Time. After having the most expensive NFT trade in 2019 with a car in-game trading for $100,000 and touting a play-to-earn gaming model, players are left with NFTs that are now ostensibly worthless. Players have been given the option to trade their NFTs into the REVV Racing on Polygon ecosystem for equivalent cars based on the rarity and power of the original and other replacement tokens. On the other side of the coin, Sega has announced a five-year plan to create a super game. According to VP Shuji Utsumi, this would leverage AAA titles currently in development to go beyond the traditional framework of games. However, shortly after the announcement, Sega's CEO, CFO and COO responded with hesitancy, asserting that should players not want NFTs or play-to-earn strategies, they would back off the technology. Aussie wins at the BAFTA. On April 7th, the 18th BAFTA Games Awards 2022 took place at the Queen Elizabeth Hall in London and streamed online, opening with a classical remix of Manic Minor and Grieg's In the Halls of the Mountain King. This year's BAFTA's Games Awards honoured Aussies with several awards for gaming excellence, with Artful Escape being awarded for its artistic achievement, and Unpacking being celebrated for its narrative and awarded for the publicly voted for and corporately sponsored EE Game of the Year. 
Other games that received several awards were It Takes Two, taking home the awards for original property and multiplayer, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, taking both animation and technical achievement awards, and the most awarded game of this year's BAFTA Awards, Returnal, which was awarded Best Game, Music and Audio Achievement. If you would like to know more about this or any of our other stories, check out our Facebook page at ZEDGamesAU or our website at www.zedgamesau.net. Now for some game releases. On April 14th, Atmospheric Physics Destruction game, Abris is coming to PC. Cat Cafe Manager that Zara will be reviewing next week is coming to PC and Switch. And remasters for Bush Hockey League and Tormented Souls are coming to the Switch. Tato Milestones, a collection of Tato's arcade legacy, also comes to Switch on April 15th. Jumping forward on April 20th, the action roguelite Ember Knights comes to early access on Steam, and the Star Wars Force Unleashed remaster comes to Switch. And on April 21st, coming to PC, why not make alien Soylent Green meals in Godlike Burger, try the logic puzzle automation game Valone, or wrestle with morality in a dark comedy in Trolley Problem Inc. from the Ogscast. Coming to PC, Xbox and the Switch, the retro-inspired 2D action RPG Uncharted, and lastly in Lumote, the Master Mote Chronicles, become a squishy bioluminescence creature solving 3D puzzles, coming to the PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. And that's all this week in gaming news. Thank you for that, Toby. So... Yogscast? Yes, Yogscast published games now under the name Yogscast Games. They don't Since develop when? them in-house, they publish them. I remember the last time that they tried to develop a yeah. game. Um, that was like 10 trillion years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, I which, remember it not going well. No, I remember seeing like some, like, some developer diary kind of videos and I was like, hmm. Yeah, they've actually published a few games now. Um, I believe it's come up on their Christmas marathon streams. I can't remember what they're called anymore. But unpacking one two BAFTAs. Yes. Unpacking one two BAFTAs. Congratulations to them. I'm so proud of them. So and like good. And I just want to say we're ahead of the curve. Uh, unpacking was our game of the year. Yeah. So like we are smart. We won. Yeah. <laughs> Take that BAFTAs. Technically, we won the BAFTA then. Yeah, like not um not which beam us. Us, <laughs> we won. We're taking this victory. No, we're, this is it is very well deserved, and yeah. like it's um, it's been really encouraging. Um, we're seeing more support for like uh, in terms of like grants for like local studios and stuff, um, because like we've got really, really, really creative and wonderful people here, like right here at home. And it's just like, hello, yeah, hello, money, please, yeah. It's easy as that. Yeah. It's it's really strange because. Tim and Ren from Witchbeam are just like people that we know. Mm. Not to brag or anything. <laughs> like <laughs> just, just, just name dropping. We know. These it's people. just like oh, that's it's Tim and Ren. Yeah. Like, um, and then they win two Baftas. It's just like it's wild. Congratulations. Yeah. Um. Also, I feel like we do need to point out Sega like immediately backed out of the NFT thing like pretty much as Toby was <laughs> recording the news. They um, announced it and then immediately were like, but if you guys don't want to... We don't have to we, do we it. Change if you're it, not on board and everyone's like, we're not. If you don't like it... Maybe they should have read the room before they announced it. I next. like to... I mm. believe that Sonic would be against NFTs. That yes. sounds like an Eggman thing to do. 
Like, oh no. Like Dr. Robotnik, we were like, I'm going to create NFTs. I'm going to take over the world. We're going to create a machine and it makes pollution and doesn't do much else. Mwahahaha. Yeah, it's. I don't know. The egg miner. Do we have a weird review coming up? We might. It's from Paul. It's from Paul. So it's usually weird. In a good way. Both weird. <laughs> we mean that in the best way possible. Weird, Paul. affectionate. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul has brought us a lovely review of Fix Fox. Fix Fox. And it's time to listen to that. <laughs> In the past, people used to look like this. Hello. Later, some got spliced with animal genes because it was cool. But then, Earth's climate changed, so everyone got spliced because it was cold. Animal fur keeps humans warm now, but they also inherited the ability to hibernate from animals. Now, we can dare to delve far into the depths of space, sleeping. You know what that means? Furries in space! FixFox, by Czech Republic-based developer Rendlike, who is actually one person, named Jaroslav Milan, is a game where the player takes the role of a fox-spliced human named Vix. Vix is a spacer, which is basically a mechanic, but in space. You're not particularly well regarded in your trade, however you have a reputation for fixing old technology. So when an ancient beacon stops working on the faraway planet of Caramel, you're called into action. Most of the game is played from a top-down perspective, of which the only reference I can think of visually is Vangas from 1998, or Micro Machines. Probably useless pull, I realise. Anyway, it's a lightly low-resolution style, and your character is quite small on screen. There's some 3D height to the landscape, which gives you some fun lighting as time of day shifts, but primarily you'll be on a 2D plane. You'll explore the world on foot and in vehicles, meeting people and fixing things. This is basically the main hook of the game. When you find something to fix, you'll go into an interface for the machine, made up of a bunch of modules. Maybe a panel you need to unscrew, and behind it you'll find some broken wires you can tape together. You'll pull your tools out of your inventory and use them on each part to fix it. In this case, you'd use your screwdriver and then some electrical tape. Pretty simple, right? One big problem. As you crash landed on the planet, you lost most of your tools. And even then, what you have left is quickly confiscated from you. Because in this place, tools are illegal and fixing things is against the natural way. The Order of Tools monitors closely for any breaches, so you'll need to stay off their radar. Thankfully, some local pirates have a habit of stashing junk all over the place, so all you need to do is find those stashes and use the junk as tools. You may not have a screwdriver, but a nice flat spatula will work just as well. So now you're off on adventure to fix the beacon, find junk for tools, and fix anything else you come across. Here is where I offer some advice, because I've seen a few people come to a grinding halt at this point. Whilst you can roam around the first zone collecting stuff and fixing things, you shouldn't. 
This content is procedurally generated and is primarily just a way for you to expand your toolset as you progress through the game. Do what your mission log says. It may seem obvious, but even I spent about two hours driving around wondering when the game was going to get more interesting. Follow the actual plot and you'll quickly discover more gameplay mechanics that open up more interesting opportunities, but also make navigation more fun and also, you know, the story. Now, I wasn't expecting much of the story. I enjoyed the premise and the writing is actually pretty funny. I was expecting the furry element to be kind of throwaway plot device and I was just going to have a light-hearted sci-fi adventure about a fox fixing things. Turns out the furry element is actually important and the story deals with some heavier content than I anticipated regarding family and prejudices people hold. It also touches on some more sci-fi elements like AI and its use, but also it is about a light-hearted fox fixing things. One of the items you get in the game is a meal ticket. Take it to a relevant vendor and sit down for a lovely meal, which you eat mouthful by mouthful with the same interface you repair with. As you eat, the vendor will talk to you with some pleasantries and typically some gossip that will point you in the way of somewhere to explore. It's this kind of wholesome content that really sets the tone for adventure. It's also a game about organizing. You're going to pick up a lot of junk and put it in your toolbox, but there's no neat menu to retrieve it. You just reach your hand in and grab it. So it's worth spending some time organizing your junk to simplify the process. As the game expands, you also get some additional space, which helps because you really do get a lot of stuff. You can't die in Fix Fox, at least not in any way I've discovered, including sitting in space without my spacesuit, but that kind of challenge isn't really the point. Think of it more of as an adventure game with a focus on inventory management and light puzzle solving. The music by composer Alex Raymond has some great melodies, switching between chiptune sounds, more wholesome instrumentations like banjos and some rock elements. It's quite a combination, but it works together and doesn't tend to grate, which is important because the game is actually quite significant in length, upwards of 12 hours or so. FixFox is a cozy game with some more serious elements that I was not expecting. Fixing stuff is fun and has some good variety, as long as you don't spend too much time doing side content, where it will likely become a bit of a grind, but following the story has a good pace with variety that will keep you going. Some of the machines you get control of as the game continues are very cool. The game is available on PC via Steam and will set you back $21.50 Australian. I played the game via code provided by the publisher. Thank you for that review, Paul. That Thank, was you. Thank you. That was really fun. Mm. Yeah. If you could have your genome spliced with any animal, what animal would it be? Jellyfish. Oh, that is a good one. I told you, right? Oh, Fantastic. I, I, I can be in the like, water. I can just float. And also I sting. Nice. And I can be bioluminescent. Ooh. You know? So, so it's all, it's all there. Thing. Jellyfish. It's all there. What about you two? I went with probably just cat. Cat? Because... Oh. Uh, cat. Cat. Oh, yeah. Wait, did you do like a nya? Nya. Nya. Did you nya? Nya. Nya. What about you, um, Hazel? Crocodile. You know, I was thinking that oh. and I was like, no, Hazel's going to pick crocodile. Um, and then I forgot that you're going to pick crocodile. And then I can make the, the weird crocodile noise that they do. The... The rumble. No, that's a really bad one. We're not crocodiles, <laughs> so we can't really do it. 
Um, but Thanks it's pretty good. I just wanted cute ears and maybe like a swishy tail <laughs> and like bones that can do weird things. Yeah. Um, but that was a lovely review, Paul. Appreciate that. Yeah. Bravo, Thank Paul. you for the furry element, Paul. <laughs> yeah. It's a sequel to the fifth element. <laughs> <laughs> so you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. I'm sorry, may I introduce what the next segment is going go to Go wild! Be? Don't tell me to go wild, I will actually go wild. Go We're going to be talking about Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the movie! That's right, it is time, we have watched it. This is going to be, there's going to be spoilers, but before you tune out, just want to let you know, it's a really good movie, alright? It, it kicks butt. And uh, now you can tune out because the rest of this is going to be very spoiler heavy. Yeah, we'll give you a moment, just sort of like speed on out of the room. Um, we'll welcome you back in about five, seven minutes. Um, yeah, and uh, all right, you're gone? Bye. All right, cool. Go on, get out of here. Oh my God, yes. Tails is so cute. Okay. He is. So fluffy. So fluffiest. fluffy. So basically, um, you know, Eggman, he's... Egg- Dr. Robotnik, he's in the mushroom world, and he's like, oh, I'm going to get out of here. He's trying to make mushroom coffee, and it's it sucks. Yeah. Um, mushrooms are gross. Mushrooms uh, mushrooms aren't gross. I don't like them. I like them. You know what? If we were ever on a mushroom planet, I would eat all the mushrooms for you. I mean, I'd eat them anyway, because there'd be nothing else to eat, but I wouldn't be happy with it. Um, and, you know, um, on this mushroom planet, well... You'll never believe who he runs into. Our very, our very own, our very own, as if, like he's, as if he's part of like our friend group. Um, Knuckles the Echidna, voiced by Idris Elba, and can I just say he did a fantastic job. You did Incredible. such a good Absolutely. job. Absolutely, probably well, one, probably one of my favorite interpretations of Knuckles. Um, I have had a lot of issues with how Knuckles is presented in a lot of um. In a lot of the more recent, the modern era, Sonic Boom. I love Sonic Boom. I hate what they did to my boy, um, but you know he's back. He's punchy. He's angry, but he's got he's got nuance. He's got emotions. He's lonely. Oh, he's you a know? sad little boy. He wants a friend, and he finds a friend. He finds two friends. He finds two friends. Um, unfortunately, the one, first one he runs into is Eggman, and Eggman's oh, about tails eventually. Eventually, but at first yeah. he thinks, "Oh, Eggman's my friend," and no, oh, no, oh. that, that man time. is not friendship. <laughs> it's, it's hard every time. It's hard every time. It's like we, as the audience, are like, "Oh, Knuckles, don't be." Oh, look at him, he's so gullible. <laughs> and it's he's just so like, trusting. He's so trust. He's so angry, but he's so trusting. And it's just like, wow. Um, so then Knuckles and Eggman like, go like, we're going to go uh, find Sonic and strangle him, I guess. Um, which is, you know, a choice, I guess. I mean, they want Sonic's power. Hey, you, kill that guy. <laughs> um, and this movie just hits you with 
references after references after references is everything there's uh do you know the way um <laughs> there's uh what else? It was a very confusing Blues Brothers reference when he's talking to the dog. Yeah. He's just like the the whole we're wearing sunglasses and it's night. And it's just like it's just like um you know when we're in a cinema room like half of it adults, the other half kids, everyone's just super delighted. The adults are like like you know chuckling to themselves at every reference and the kids are like wow i just love this i love this little blue guy and for anyone who is listening to this but doesn't know uh sonic in these movies is voiced by ben schwartz the the man who plays jean ralphio in parks and rec <laughs> and, there's, and a, there's a reference to that too the worst. the worst um and you know there's um I know that there is a, a small but dedicated group of people out there who desperately want to see Dr. Ivo Robotnik in a maid outfit, and I'm glad to say, yes. For about half a second, yeah. that exists in this You film. blink and you'll miss it, but if you don't miss it, it's in your brain forever. Yep. Um. But all of the, <laughs> all of the crazy cameos and everything aside... This was genuinely a really, really well put together movie. Like for a kid's mm. film, it was fantastic. Yeah. Yep. The action was great. The story was great. And it's just I mean, if you know Sonic, then there's no surprises. Yeah, yeah. you know what's gonna happen. But it's a solid movie. It's a solid movie. It gets the spirit of the characters. Mm. And um, I think there were some fun reveals. There were like yeah. some fun moments, like fantastic scenes where I'm just like, yeah, yes, yes, get it, get yes. it, kick, butt, kick, butt. Um, I mean, it gives you everything you want as a Sonic fan. And it doesn't let you have a moment to breathe. It just keeps mm. hitting you with everything. Um, and it's just like, it's just overall a very, very fun movie. Yeah. Um, I think it's well... And I think it did justice to all of the characters really well. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's been like... There's been rumors that um, Jim Carrey is retiring after this movie, um, which seems to imply that while we won't be seeing our favorite egg-shaped, it's not very egg-shaped in the movie. No, um, I'm disappointed. His robot was very egg-shaped. It was extremely. I think if they put Jim Carrey in a fat suit for it, it would restrict his physical expressiveness. I feel like it would only make him stronger somehow. Okay. Like you know how um, what's his name? Uh, played Geralt, yeah. Henry Cavill. Yeah. How he kept like um, sort of destroying the armor with his muscles. It would be like that, but with <laughs> Jim Carrey's like rubber-like body, like he would simply not be able to be. He would just sort of clip out of the suit. He would escape. Know? Yeah, like he would just sort of like vibrate and then just pop right out of it. He would glitch into the atmosphere. Yeah, like a Skyrim giant. Um, and it's been like. It's just a it's just a really fun movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, there was a lot of moments where I was just kinda like that is a nod to the older audience and a lot of moments mm-hmm. where I was like, if I was eight years old, um and I am eight years old in my heart. But what about the red Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> um, that was that was called out by a child behind us in the cinema. <laughs> um, classic. I simply I, classic. All right. Ten words or less. Your feelings about this movie? I, w- I desperately want there to be a third. I want there to be a third. Please. Screaming, crying, 
excellence. I cried at the end. <laughs> I was really happy. Um, I was just overwhelmed. Shadow the yeah. Hedgehog. Shadow the Hedgehog. That's all I have to say. <laughs> and That's all I have to say. Three grown and adults that, screaming in a theater. Yes, four. Everyone, fact, everyone we was screaming. Everyone was screaming. Yeah. Um, uh, but, listeners. It's time for us to say goodbye. Aww. Goodbye and good night. Bye. We love you so much. I love you. I love like some You know who you too. are. I'm talking to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I mean, I love you as well. I love you too as Car- You know what, everybody? I love you all. And have a good night. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See you, See you next time. time.